It's that time again, fellers, as Jock Journal presents The Free Parking Show. Just a bunch of country boys who have a lot to say about sports. They invite you to call in, text, or just listen in. So pull up a comfy chair and crack open a beer. It's time to talk sports, chicks, and flicks. You're tuned in live to the Free Parkings Pig Stick Pigskin Pick'em Show, uh, Week 16 edition. We're sitting around the table, drinking a few beers, having a few laughs, talking football, picking the games. We're going to start off with a rant tonight. But first and foremost, have you guys all finished your shopping for the holidays yet? Yep. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, you always have that moment, like right before, uh, you know, the twenty fourth. You'll be like, "Oh man, I forgot," you know, so and so, or. But I think I have everything. I wrote it all out, I think. But I know that tomorrow I'm gonna be like, "Oh dang, I forgot," you know, so and so and whoever. Well, I was able to get my last Christmas gift today, and I was like, "Boom!" It came in. I was happy. I'm ecstatic. I'm ready to go. Christmas is here, boys. Let's get things going. Peter, what do you got on your rant tonight? All right, so <clears throat> I used to watch First Take a lot. I haven't watched it recently. And um, on the internet today when I was on my lunch at work, I saw that Skip Bayless said that Andy Dalton should have been in the Pro Bowl over Aaron Rodgers. Now, I didn't hear what he, exactly what he had to say, but I can just imagine what he had to say. Skip Bayless doesn't like Aaron Rodgers, but listen, Andy Dalton should have been in the Pro Bowl. He's definitely a snub, but don't say he should be in over Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has been putting up really good numbers with guys around him that can't catch the football at times, can't get open, and then this guy has to go in there and insult Aaron Rodgers, who's one of the greatest, not Packer quarterbacks of all time, but one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. What has Andy Dalton ever done in his career? He's 0-4 in the playoffs, 0-4. Aaron Rodgers actually has a Super Bowl win. And how, who would Skip Bayless to say this when his favorite quarterback of all time, Tony Romo, has one playoff victory? Wow, great job, Tony. Good for you. You, you want a participation trophy? I'm sick of this clown. And Andy Dalton should be in the Pro Bowl, but don't, don't give me this crap. He should be over Aaron Rodgers. And the last I checked, Andy Dalton is injured right now, so good luck with trying to play in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I'm I'm all with you on that one. It's it's just ridiculous how this is going down with with the Pro Bowl selections. A bunch of my friends have been posting on Facebook. I can't believe this person got elected for the Pro Bowl and this person didn't. I was like, it's a popularity vote, people. That's what happens when you are popular. You get into the Pro Bowl, whether you're good or not. I mean, how many players have we seen make the Pro Bowl that are not Pro Bowl material? I mean, really, come on, get with the program. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you can vote for each player like 50 times. It's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, every, and it's just... <laughs> every single year, there's huge snubs. I mean, Rashad Jones has uh, played excellent down in Miami. Uh, safety has five interceptions, and you know, and he's not going to make the Pro Bowl. It, there's huge snubs every single year. Uh, you know, it is a popularity vote. You said it's a popularity contest. That's all it is. It's the same way with the All-Star Ballot. We had the debate the other day about the All-Star Ballot with uh, somebody says, oh, should Kobe Bryant automatically get get to be an All-Star because just because it's his last season, should he, should he deserve to be there? And I think it was a discussion of no, but the fans are going to vote for him just because it is his last year. So anyway, let's get to these games, guys, because there's a bunch of playoff implications, a bunch of playoff scenarios going down, and it, it is it's a – good slate of football games we're going to do quick picks on some of them people and some of them we're going to do breakdowns 
the first one is Chargers at Raiders. Raiders are favored by five and a half. Uh, you know, <laughs> we have been picking on the, the the I've been picking on the Chargers all week again, and I'm going to take the Raiders in a in a blowout win here. I'm taking the Raiders in this one too. San Diego, they beat Miami. Congratulations, but that really doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, I'm taking Oakland as well. I think they're just the more complete team. I don't think there's much of a question about it. Man, I think Rivers has a bad game. Get out your brooms, boys, because it's a clean sweep. Raiders definitely have this game. Chargers are trash right now. Uh, Redskins at Eagles. Eagles are favored by three. Uh, This was one of the games that we selected before the show to uh, talk about, break this one down some. Uh, The Redskins lead this division by one game with the Eagles and Giants in a two-way tie for second. The NFC East is one of those divisions that have been running pretty tight all year long. Uh, Kirk Cousins has played outstanding as of late and has potentially became the future of this Redskins team. I'm taking the Skins in the upset. Ryan, it does appear that they're the best all-around team in this division. Uh, I 100% agree. I think that the Redskins are the better team. Um, you know, They have the advantage uh, with the record right now. And I think that the Eagles being favored, even at home, uh, is a slight uh, you know anybody who is betting on this game, take the Redskins. Um, I think that you know I think they're going to win this game, obviously. But I think that favoring the Eagles by three, even even with uh, the home field advantage, was a slight to this Redskins team. Yeah, I'm definitely taking Washington. To, I'm, I'm taking Washington to win this one. I don't trust the Eagles. They had two they had two wins in a row after getting stomped out back to back weeks. But the Eagles are. I don't know what to think of them. Um, and Washington showed me that they're actually capable of being able to beat them. Beat teams down pretty bad. Kirk Cousins had a fantastic game uh, this past weekend. So, but I'm I'm definitely picking Washington in this one. I don't trust the Eagles. Period. Yeah, I'm taking the Redskins as well. I think they're just way too. They're a much better team. Kirk Cousins been playing lights out. And is there a better receiver in the NFL right now than Deshaun Jackson? I mean, that man's getting open, catching everything. And boom, there's another clean sweep of the board. Cole to Dolphins, quick pick. Uh, this one is actually set of pick em. I, yeah, You know, I, I'm going to take the Colts here just because the Dolphins are horrible. I'm taking Miami in this one. I don't trust the Colts. Um, whether it's Matt Hasselbeck who's injured or Clipboard Jesus himself, Charlie Whitehurst, uh, <laughs> don't trust either one of those guys. Nope, not at all. Yeah, I'm going to take No, go ahead, Amos. All right, I'm going to take Miami as well. I think they're just the better overall team. And I don't see Indianapolis being able to put any points on that board with all the injuries and Hasselbeck just not reading the field well. Yeah, these are two teams that I lack a lot of confidence in. I'm just not seeing it with either team right now. Uh, But I'm going to say Dolphins get the advantage just because of home field advantage. Mm, I'm the lone wolf here, and I'm not going to do the howling. Uh, Browns and Chiefs. Chiefs by 12 and a half. Uh, Chiefs all the way. How many times do you hear 12 and a half in the NFL? Like That just shows you right there how bad this this game is going to be. Uh, yeah, Chiefs easy here. I don't know about the point spread. 12 and a half is a lot of points in the NFL. Uh, but, yeah, they definitely get the win. Manziel's going to get eaten alive in this game. I don't trust the Browns at Chiefs. Kansas City's going to – they're going to demolish the Browns and they're going to send Cleveland back home crying and I wish they didn't even show up. Yeah, I think the Chiefs win as well. I think Tarkandrick West is going to have a great game, and the Browns will lose in Browns fashion. Real quick, before we move on to the next game, we actually have a text in. 
Um, feel free to text in tonight, 77948, call in, 405-562-5463. We have a texter from Philadelphia, uh, PA, no way the Eagles are the better team and heating up at the right time. Mm. Oh, give me a break. Yes, I don't, I don't buy that one at all. After what happened last week on Sunday Night Football with the Cardinals, you really think you're going to beat the the red hot Redskins team? Uh, I'm just saying that this. I think this. I, we, you know, I talked with my family about this one. I said this: the Redskins are going to win this division on uh, what do they play Saturday night? They're going to win this division Saturday night, and this is going to be a wrap for them. Uh, you guys got anything to add on to that uh, text? Yeah, I think this guy's just being a homer. Uh, you know, this <laughs> this team is playing better this this so far this year, but they're not. They're not at the Redskins level. Uh, we actually have another texture. Um, Detroit, uh, the Lions are better than their record. Agree or disagree? Uh, I'll take this first, and I'm going to agree. This team has a lot of talent. It really shocked us. Um, you, you heard it in the shows earlier this year. Really shocked us how bad that they played. You know, th- you got to remember this team was what 11 and five last season. They have a lot yeah. of talent, so I was very shocked. What do you guys think? I was shocked. Uh, and now the guy's named Jim Bob Cooter. As soon as he was promoted offensive line or offensive coordinator, this team completely changed, turned it around. It looked like Jim Caldwell saved his job at least for one more year. Hey, yeah, shout out to Jim Bob Cooter too, Morgantown, West Virginia boy, my neck of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> what what is it with the Lions only showing up to primetime games? Well, I feel like when they play daytime, they don't want to play. But when it comes to primetime and night games, like oh, we'll show up and play better tonight. Makes no sense. I don't get it. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the Lions are much better than what their record is. And like Ryan said, there's so much talent on that team. And I know Caldwell probably saved his job for another year, but I think they need to find a more aggressive guy. Yeah, I don't – when somebody like Peyton Manning says he doesn't like playing for Jim Caldwell, that should tell you something about who you hire as a head coach. Maybe it should be Jim Bob Cooter running the the whole franchise there. Moving along, Cowboys at Bills. Bills are favored by six. Bills all the way, and uh, on a side note, Jerry Jones finally sacrificed it, or you know, finally gave in, and uh, Tony Romo's on injured reserve now, guys. Apparently, he feels they are out of this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bills as well. I think they're the more complete team. All the injuries on the Cowboys, and I think T-Mobile's gonna run all over them. It's not gonna be pretty for the for the Cowboys in this game. Tyrod Taylor, Sean McCoy, Sammy Watkins, those two right there are, are good enough to. to put a beating down to any team when they're red hot. Uh, Tyrod Taylor's been really good throwing the football to Sammy Watkins. Assuming McCoy can go in this game, they'll be fine. But I, I just don't trust Dallas at all, and the Bills should put a whooping on them. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if it's a two- or three-score game. I'm going to say that this game is going to be closer than you think. I still think the Bills are going to win this, but Dallas's defense has been quietly playing very good football right now. Um, if it wasn't for their offense being complete trash, this team would actually be pretty good. Their defense has really stepped up uh, and played well. I'm surprised. Uh, then the Bills, of course, last last game uh, offensively were pretty good. But it was a two games ago. Really had a meltdown. Uh, so I think it's going to be tough for them to get off, but I still think that the Bills win this. I actually have another text okay, real yeah. quick. Um, Enterprise Alabama. By the way, this might be the most intelligent, in my opinion, text we've ever gotten. Enterprise Alabama. Ryan sounds sexy like a macho surfer guy. I just, I think it's a good opinion to have. <laughs> didn't somebody, didn't somebody tell you the other night that it sounds like you smoke a lot of weed? Too? Yeah, so- yeah. I was told that like I was Cheech and Chong in it over here, and I, I have another one here. Uh, the Queen, Arkansas. 
Ha ha, you sound, or you said Cooter. That's you know, a good observation. <laughs> That's his real name, though, Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> oh, quick question before we go to the next game. What do you guys think of Kellen Moore? Should Dallas have played him earlier in the year instead of going with Matt Castle? No. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. from, what, from what I saw in the highlights, this kid played pretty good. I mean, he threw a couple of picks, but for being a young kid – Going in, you know, got thrown to the wolves. You know, threw a good, threw a couple touchdown passes as well. I think they made the wrong decision there. Uh, moving forward, Browns at Chiefs. Uh, no, I'm sorry, we did that one already. My bad, guys. 49ers at Lions. Lions are favored by nine. We just talked about the Lions, and I'm going to take the Lions in this one. I'm going to take the Lions as well. Go ahead, Ryan. I, I 100% agree with you here. Uh, this is another game that's pretty easy to call. Uh, far better team. Lions win. Lions definitely win this one. I don't trust the 49ers. They show, they've they showed us that they're just a, a model of inconsistency or just playing future football season long. Blaine Gabbard is nothing special, and the Lions are going to eat them alive. Yeah, I'm sticking to my vow to never take the 49ers ever again. <laughs> and boom, another clean sweep. Patriots at Jets. Patriots are only favored by three. Uh, the Patriots, you know, this is another game we broke down because – we're going to talk a little bit more about why that we chose this game is when we talk about the Sunday night football game in a little bit. Uh, the Patriots win this one. They claim the top seed in the AFC. I don't expect this to be an easy game for, for them because, you know, they got, they've got a lot of injuries bad and, or, you know, they're, they're dealing with injuries recently signed. Steven Jackson is in the mix. Don't know what to expect from him. The dude's like 40 years old is what it seems like. Uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting because, like I said, I want to see how they use him, and I think it's going to be more like a low Garrett Blunt type, the bruising down downfield uh, up north and south runner. I like the Patriots in a close one. Amos, is this good enough for the Patriots? Or, or I said, is it good? Uh, is the buy going to be good enough for the Patriots? Or they do, uh, do they need home field? Uh, I think the buy would be good enough, but I think they're going to go for home field. They got a lot of injuries. Gillette Stadium's known to be a you know a bad place for opposing teams to go to, especially in the playoffs. I just I think they'll be fine with the bye, but I think they'll get the first round as well. And I'm interested in see how Stephen Jackson yes. does. He is good out of the uh, backfield. I mean, running north and south, but he's also caught something like over like 400 balls or 400 receptions in his career. Yes, and it's really good. And I just I think he's going to be a could have a huge impact on that game and the running game, uh, passing on the backfield. He's a good run, or a pass blocker, especially you know they've been lacking on that offensive line. So he's someone you can keep in there with Brady and not necessarily sacrifice another playmaker. Uh, have to come in like Gronk when you know Brady yells out "Galaxy," Gronk's coming right in to block, and they can actually start using him like they should. And I, the Jets are good. They're a good team. They got a lot of talent, but I think New England obviously has the better quarterback, and I think they have the better coaching. And I think the Patriots win this game. I'm definitely taking taking the pass to win this one. I don't really necessarily trust the Jets, um, and it's kind of tough for me to say that in in a few ways. One because I think the Jets are a really good team this year. They really surprised me, but they did struggle against a second string and a third string quarterback um, this past Saturday evening, albeit on the road. I just think the Patriots have, a, with the Gronk back, like, you know, Amos, Amos to mention, that, that definitely helps. Uh, <clears throat> and their pass rush has been really good, has been fantastic. And I think that this time they should be able to get to, um, or they should be able to get after 
uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick better than they did the first time around. I felt like the first time Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of evaded, evaded uh, you know, the pass rushers, but I think this time the Patriots pass rushers can get him with Jamie Collins being back and Chandler Jones. Those two at, at, you know, at the, uh, the line and the linebacker positions are fantastic together. Malcolm, Malcolm Butler, really, he's really um, emerged as a great corner. And I think with that secondary, they, even if McCorry does or doesn't play, I, I don't know because he was obviously banged up a few weeks ago, but I, I still think someone will win this one. It won't be a blowout. I think it's going to be close, and I think the Patriots are going to have to drive down the field at the end of the game to kick a field goal to win this game. Wouldn't be surprised. Um, I know you guys are going to love this pick being Patriots fans because um, I'm calling the upset here. I think the Jets win this game. Um, I think that they've been playing outstanding football, and they need this win. They need this win to stay relevant in the playoffs, um, to stay up there with Pittsburgh and Kansas City. Uh, they're playing at home, desperate for a win. Uh, and I think that they do have a very quality team. You look at the defense, of course, we've heard about it all season. They have a great uh great defensive line you can't say enough about this defensive line the other side of the ball uh, we didn't expect much from this offense and Ryan Fitzpatrick's really stepped up uh, made a name for himself this season he's very impressed I think he has the starting job next year I think you would all, all agree right there that he deserves a starting spot next year um, with this Jets team played really outstanding football this year they have great wide receivers um, got a lot of production out of their their running back pair of Powell and uh Chris Ivory, so I think that they're gonna they're gonna end up winning this game. Um, I actually have a text in that's kind of relevant to this conversation. We we're talking about Kellen Moore, now we're talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Frankfurt, Kentucky says Kellen Moore is the poor man's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't. I think that's Kellen Kellen Moore's played like what two games in his career. So I think you're, I think we're a long way to determine that that in that conversation. Yeah, I think Kellen, Kellen Moore right now feels like the poor man's Matt Leinart. Yeah, Kellen oh. Moore's much more of a pocket passer. He's not Burn. like where he's going to take off and beat you for a first down. I just uh, that's a rough comparison. I, and I also think with Kellen Moore, Dallas may have found their backup quarterback. Agree or disagree? There, I disagree. Hmm. I disagree too. I don't like Kellen Moore because I don't like the size. Very small, doesn't have a big arm. Um, I'm not a fan of Kellen Moore's. Peter, I think last week I thought that he might have been a, a good backup, but when I really sat back and I watched some of the um, some of the highlights, actually, um, no. wasn't necessarily impressed with what I saw. Not that he's terrible or anything. I think he's got an, an adequate enough arm strength to get the ball down the field at times. But then you saw him on the, on a pretty much the Hail Mary to Des Bryant towards the end where it was underthrown a little bit, but even just a little bit can hurt you in the end. I don't, I like Helen more because he was great in college. He was one of the great college players and we had to wait to see what, what he can do, but I'm not going to put all my trust in him just yet. Cause none of the Dallas backups have shown me anything worth writing home about. Yeah. Okay. I, it's, I think if oh, Dallas I'll, still had DeMarco Murray, I think Kellen Moore would have a chance to still be Dallas's backup next year. Speaking of quarterbacks with size, uh, Johnny Manziel is another one that's really, really tiny. Who do you take, Kellen Moore or Johnny Manziel? Oh, Manziel, talent. Man, Manziel. <laughs> I'm going to have to say Manziel to the ability to create. All righty. Uh, I think we got to go to a commercial break right quick. Uh, Ryan, take us out. Yeah, you're listening to the free parking um, week 16 preview show. We are on Jock Journal Radio. We'll be right back. 
Well, the boys are talking, and the show is really moving along. But we need to take a break before a fight breaks out. People end up in the hospital. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back now, you hear? <laughs> that boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Support for this show comes from Material. Material is a simple and intuitive e-commerce platform that lets you get your online store started without paying a dime. That's right. No ads, no setup costs, no transaction fees. Experience a fresh and easy new way to sell online by signing up at Material.com today. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A R S cards for kids. One eight seven seven cards for kids. Donate your car today. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a free vacation voucher of three days and two nights. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K-A-R-S, cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. All right, Sports Mania, name that sport. You've heard us talk about this. If you don't have it yet, I have no idea why you don't. This game is unbelievably challenging. It's fun. Uh, Play the sports trivia game that everyone is talking about, played by thousands of sports fans around the world. Each puzzle contains pictures that relate to some type of sport. Challenge yourself to unlock the answers. Some answers are easier than others, and we're here to tell you that. Uh, they have hundreds of questions, so download the game now and try it while it's free. Uh, you know, this game is not going to be free for very long, uh, so you're going to end up paying for it if you don't get it right now. It's only on iTunes. That's Sports Mania Name That Sport. And Rich, you've played this game. This is challenging. It's not an easy game. Yeah, it's by far no easy game at all. You got pictures of Olympic athletes, and then it may be the athlete, or it may be. Uh a part of the athlete like ladies holding a gun it could be part of the gun it, it, it's one of the hardest games i've played in a while it is absolutely a very hard game to play so one more time that is sports mania name that sport on itunes only download it today are you looking for the web's best sports news? Visit jockjournal.com. Sports media has lost its touch. It seems that journalists are scared to report what they see for fear of losing access to the teams they cover. At jockjournal.com, you get inside info on the entire NFL community without all the politics or fears other writers have. That's jockjournal.com. When you need the NFL sports news, information, opinions, fantasy, football, or discussions, there's only one place to go and it's jockjournal.com okay the boys have settled down one has a beard in and the other has a steak on his eye well, why don't you give them a call and tell them what you think all right we're back you're we're on jock journal radio this is the free parking week 16 preview show uh, feel free to call or text in. The call in is 405-562-5463 or text us at 77948. And be sure to listen for our new 
uh, baseball show covering everything in the MLB, The Stretch. Uh, it'll be on right after this show, actually. Uh, looking forward to listening to that show, guys. Actually, it's on after the Nash and Matt show, but yes, oh, it is The Stretch. Yeah, that's one thing that we should have passed along. Nash and Matt will be on next, and The Stretch will follow them. <laughs> it's all good, though. It, it's It was the first time we got hit with it. Uh, so before we went to the break, we were talking a little Patriots and Jets, and the question was, do they need home field advantage? Uh, before I move on to the Steelers and Ravens game where we do a quick pick on there, I'm going to chime in and just say I think they do need home field advantage like Amos said earlier because going into Gillette during playoff time is one of the toughest outs in the NFL. It's the same if you're a Seattle fan going into Seattle and winning. There's only a very few teams in this league that can carry that home field advantage like everyone else, and I think it's New England, Seattle, uh, Green Bay, and it looks like uh, Washington now, for some strange reason, can play well at home. But well, that's Peter, my final. I mean, Rich, we always say on this show, you don't bet against the Patriots at home. Yep, yep. Except you did one time, and <laughs> and it paid <laughs> off for you. <laughs> I don't remember yeah. that. I think you're making that up. <laughs> no, you, t- you did take the Eagles over the Patriots, and that's what happens. Anyway, Steelers at Ravens, Steelers by 10. Uh, Steelers all the way. Ravens, they're, they're secondary. They're just completely beat up. There, there's no way that I, there's absolutely no green or God's green earth that they're going to win this football game. <laughs> I don't care who they are. They're not winning. I'm taking the Steelers. Steelers are going to wall the Ravens, and the Ravens are just so banged up. I think the Steelers could drop a 50 burger on the Ravens, to be honest with you. Um, Brian, where does Ryan Mallard might actually get a chance at starting with the Ravens? at some point soon, so maybe we'll see him this weekend as their starting quarterback over Jimmy Clausen. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go with the Steelers as well, and I think this may be a week where you see two, or Martavis Bryant and Antonio Brown have over 200 yards receiving a piece, and mm. it wouldn't surprise me. Wow, big call there. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers too. It, it kind of blows your mind to think that this Ravens team beat the Steelers in the first time that they uh, met earlier this season. Bears at Bucks. Oh, I'm sorry. You're Bears right. at Bucks. Bucks favored by three points. Uh, this was a tough one to go back and forth on. I took the Bears last week and they're upset. Bucks are playing at home. I'm going to take the Bucks. I'm going to take the bet the line here and take the Bucks. I'm going to take the Buccaneers too. I almost picked the Bears, but <clears throat> the Bears, I, week in and week out, they continue to surprise me with how they play, but um, they've been so hot and cold as of late. And I'm going to take the Buccaneers simply because they're playing at home and they have too many weapons, I think, for the Bears defense to try to stop. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take the Bucks as well. I think Mike Evans have a big game, and I think they're just the more complete team to where the Bears last couple weeks, it's kind of the offense has been doing well and the defense hasn't been able to make stops when they need to. All right, put your brooms away, boys, because we're not having a clean sweep here. Bears win this game. I think that they uh, are going to come into this uh, ready to go. You know, this team is very talented um, with, you know, an out, outstanding receiving core. And that's not even – and that's con, um, pretty big considering the fact that they are missing the rookie Kevin White, um, who's been out all season injured. I think they'd come into Tampa and win this game. I'm looking for Jay Cutler to uh, show us a little bit of that magic we saw earlier this season from him. Uh, Panthers at Falcons. Panthers only favored by a touchdown here. I think it's going to be a lot more. Uh, we all saw the 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 brush up between the or I'm sorry the dust up between Odell Beckham Jr. and Josh Norman. Uh, I think uh, I think the Panthers are going to wallop the Falcons. I'm taking the Panthers by two scores here easily. 
I'm going to take the Panthers by this one. They shut out Atlanta last time. Um, there's no reason they should be able to put another beating on Atlanta, and it's not going to be pretty. I'm surprised it's only by seven points. It should be like 21. All right, and I said this earlier a couple weeks ago, so I do think Atlanta gets one of these, and I, I'm i going to call. I'm going to go, this is going to be my upset. I'm going to take Atlanta over Carolina. I know mm. it's probably an insane pick, but I think that – Atlanta can muster up one good game and knock the champs off who have actually been struggling on the defensive side of the ball the last couple of weeks. And that, I mean, Falcons have the offense to make the plays if Ryan can slow down on the turnovers. Yeah. A couple, you know, starting out like a couple of weeks ago, maybe four or five weeks ago, um, Rich was telling us that this is the team that will not, they won't win out. They won't go undefeated. And me and Peter yeah. told everybody they would. And I'm standing by that. I think they are going to win out. I don't think it's any different here. They win this game against Atlanta. That was going to be my next question. Do the Panthers win out because they've got uh, Tampa Bay next week? And, you know, it, it's interesting because I didn't think they would, but the way they're playing, the way that the way this defense is carrying them, it's going to happen. But I, I keep telling the Panthers fans, I, I live in North Carolina, guys, and I run into Panthers t- fans all the time. I said, trust me, being a Patriots fan, you do not want to go into the playoffs undefeated. I said, it's been, what, nine years since the 18-1 season, and I'm still not over it. You will never get over going undefeated, going to the playoffs, and then losing your first game and be like, oh, why in the heck did that happen? Uh, Texans are Titans, Titans by four and a half. Oh, man, this is a tough one. I don't know why the Titans are favorite. Does anyone know if Brian Hoyer's out of con- concussion protocol yet? Because it's, Bra- it's Brandon uh, Whedon well, starting. Last time I checked, he was still questionable. So it's Brandon Whedon starting, and uh, it's Brandon Whedon versus Zach Mettenberger. Mm, I'm think I'm going to use this as my pick game of the week because I don't know which way to go on this one. But if I'm going to bet on, you know, if we're, we're keeping track of this, I'm, I'm going to take the Titans here. I'm going to take the Titans in this one, too. Uh, I was thinking about picking Houston, but <clears throat> Houston beat up a pretty depleted Indianapolis team. I think the Titans will have enough just to get the win over over Houston and will make the AFC South just that much more interesting. I'm going to take Houston. If Mariota was in, I think it's a different story for me. But I think Houston has a better defense. I think uh, Bill O'Brien will have that team ready. I think Romeo Cornell will have that defense ready especially for Mettenberger, who does turn over the ball, and he's not a very mobile guy. Now, it made this, you guys are making me feel bad taking the Titans in this game because uh, everybody that listens to the show knows that I'm a Titans fan, but there's no way they're winning this. Uh, Zach Mettenberger is something like 0-9 as a starter, and it's, it's going to be 0-10 this week. Uh, you know, This Titans team does not have the talent on it. The games that they did win um, was because of Mariota's unbelievable performances that he's had in those games, so they're not winning this. But you're playing Brandon Whedon. Brandon Whedon is obviously like the worst quarterback in the NFL. Well, one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, you you can't seriously believe that Brandon Whedon, who has only played one game as a Houston Texan, is going to go into Tennessee and beat the Titans. You seriously aren't buying that, are you? Have you seen Zach Mettenberger play? (laughs) I mean, come on. You, I would take Zach Mettenberger over Brandon Whedon any day of the any day of the week. We're talking about fine top shelf beers right here, you know, like, and you're, you're like, look, Bushlight's not very good, 
but Keystone Light <laughs> isn't very good either, man. <laughs> like you're, you're comparing two guys that are just awful, awful, awful quarterbacks. Mettenberger hasn't won a game. You know, he, he can't win. Uh, I actually got a text in right here that we can answer real quick. All right. All right, coming in from Houston, Texan. QBs in Houston go down like my ex-girlfriend in a men's locker room. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry to hear they, that, Houston. <laughs> uh, they, they had TJ Yates. TJ Yates tears his ACL. Brian, King, or Brian Concussion Hoyer. And now you got Brandon Whedon. It's like I said, we can get in this debate all night long about Brandon Whedon versus Zach Mettenberger. I mean, you look at it, Zach or Brandon Whedon got released from the Cowboys because he couldn't even carry the Cowboys to the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Zach Mettenberger, I think the Titans' defense is better than the Texans' defense with uh, without a healthy J.J. Watt, and that, that's why I think, you know, the Titans are going to win this football game, honestly. That, that entire front seven is still really good for Houston, though. I don't know. They're not the same with J.J. Watt on a bad wheel, though. We all, we saw that against New England. We saw that uh, last week against Houston. He just does or against, I'm sorry, against Indy. He just doesn't look the same, and that's that's the fact of the matter. So. I know, but Will Fork, Cushing, Clowney, Kareem Jackson, uh, what, the rookie Johnson, I, I think they just have a better overall team. And they have Romeo Cornell. I mean, the guy's a great coordinator. He'll have him ready. Oh, yeah, obviously he's a great coordinator, but you're still talking about Dick LeBeau versus Romeo Cornell as well. So it's oh, going to yeah. be interesting. That, that's probably, that game's probably got a little bit more intrigue than what we first let on going into the debate on this one. Uh, moving on, Jags at Saints. Saints are only favored by three and a half. Drew Brees on a bad wheel. I'm taking the Jags as my upset of the week. Um, I'm taking the Jags on this one too. Actually, that's my upset pick of the week. I don't trust New Orleans right now. Um, I believe Drew Brees has a torn plantar fascia, which is the same thing Peyton Manning has. So, if if Brees goes, he's not going to be the same. Or they're going to have to go to McCown, who played pretty well in the, his uh, earlier this season. But I like the Jaguars' offense against that same depleted set or that sick the secondary of the uh, the Saints that is just at least like a. It's just a bad leak. It's like a bad oil leak. It just they get burned all the time. It's just not good. And I think the Jaguars are going to roast the Saints. Yeah, I agree. I think Jacksonville's going to have a big game in this one. I think Bortles is going to bounce back from his subpar performance last week. I think Hearns and Robinson, Julius Thomas are all going to get involved, uh, especially if Yeldon comes back in the running game. I mean, I like the Saints. They, I mean, they're still getting burnt. They've kind of tightened up on defense a little bit. They've made some plays here and there. And offensively, I Drew Brees goes out. I, I wouldn't have any trust in Luke McCown to go in there and win me a football game. Get your brooms back out, boys. The sweep is on. All four of us taking the upset here. Uh, I think that the, I can't wait to see Blake Bortles and these fantastic wide receivers play against this trash secondary. Uh, I think it's going to be so exciting. I'm expecting huge numbers. Uh, I mean, you look at these wide receivers, Hearns and Robinson, what they've been able to do. Uh, Amos mentioned those two and Julius Thomas, who I think um, is going to end up really finding himself maybe next year as he gets more uh, chemistry with Blake. What a Blake, free agency Blake Bortles. And, yeah, man, man, I'm excited to see this Especially matchup just because I think it's going to be gangbusters. I'm saying Robinson, 850 yards, six touchdowns. Hearns, 900 yards and eight touchdowns. I mean, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> just give him, just give him touchdowns to start the game. You know, let's just yeah, start it. They're going to get more yards on a Brandon Browner pass interference flag 
than anything else. Brandon Browner is now leading the <laughs> league with pass interference, yardage, penalties for a cornerback, which is sad. He he did the same thing in New England. But quick question before we go into this uh, Packers-Cardinals game. Drew Brees has the same injury as Peyton Manning as Peter just alluded to. Do you think the do you think with them being out of the playoff picture, do they go ahead and sit Drew Brees the rest of the year? I know he wants to play, but you don't want this thing spilling over into the next off season like it did with Peyton. I do I think, not think they do. I don't think they do. I really don't. I think if Peyton and Brees possibility of them both being gone next year, I think they try to win out. And I think they do it more for that city and for what that city's done for them to try to, you know, go out with a bang. Drew Brees, I think, is I think they're going to sit him if he's in that much pain because <clears throat> they're going to have to, if they are looking at possibly who, who could be the future, they might need to go to a guy, you know, the guy behind McCown, you know, or maybe, maybe not the future, maybe they just go to McCown, see if they can get out of him as a backup for these next two games because Drew Brees, listen, I like the guy, I think he's great, but they're out of the playoffs. There's no point in having him start if he's going to be in pain because they don't want this foot issue to last into next season. Not saying it would, but you don't want to risk him in two games that, that that aren't meaningless. But you don't want to hurt him more than he already is hurt. It's just not good. No, I agree with. Uh, I completely agree with what you said. Um, you know, I, I think that you're, you might see you might see him leave. Uh, you might see him set. You might see what they can get on account because he and when he's come in, he's played well, well and he's kind of a guy that's bounced around um, in his career. So I think that uh, he's a guy that can. Produced for this team, I think also, you know, there's rumors that Sean Payton's going to be gone next year. Uh, there's rumors that Drew Brees is going to, you know, maybe retire or move to another team because of how bad this team's playing. So I don't think, um, you know, the the coach's heart's truly in it. Uh, Brees' heart's truly in it right now. Uh, and, you know, there's no playoff implications. And you're getting at that point in his career where an injury like this um, could be a small thing or it could be the thing that sets him down for the rest of his of his time. So, you know, I, I think that you're going to see you know, maybe a little bit more of McCown. I think that's what made it easier for me to pick the Jags, actually. Yeah, I, I think what you're going to see is Drew, uh, Drew Brees at least try and play Sunday. And if he can't go, obviously they're going to pull him. But I, I'm more worried about the player safety of him going forward, especially if he's going to move on to a new team. you got to maximize whatever potential you got to, to bring to the next franchise. Uh, let's go ahead and take this last uh, commercial break and uh, take us out, Ryan. All right, guys. You're listening to the Jock Journal Radio, the free parking show. Uh, I hope you're ha- enjoying the show. show so far. We'll be right back with more. Well, the boys are talking, and the show is really moving along. But we need to take a break before a fight breaks out. People end up in the hospital. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back now. You hear that boy is good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Support for this show comes from Material. Material is a simple and intuitive e-commerce platform that lets you get your online store started without paying a dime. That's right. No ads, no setup costs, no transaction fees. Experience a fresh and easy new way to sell online by signing up at Material.com today. Donate your car today. 1877 Cars for Kids. 
KARS Cars for Kids. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a free vacation voucher of three days and two nights. 1877 Cars for Kids. K-A-R-S, Cars for Kids. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Are you looking for the web's best sports news? Visit jockjournal.com. Sports media has lost its touch. It seems that journalists are scared to report what they see for fear of losing access to the teams they cover. At jockjournal.com, you get inside info on the entire NFL community without all the politics or fears other writers have. That's jockjournal.com. When you need the NFL sports news, information, opinions, fantasy, football, or discussions, there's only one place to to go and it's jockjournal.com okay the boys have settled down one has a beard in and the other has a steak on his eye well, why don't you give them a call and tell them what you think all right we're back with the free parking show here on jock journal radio feel free to give us a call at 405-562-5463 or text into the show at 77948. Uh, let's get back into the show, guys. All right. Uh, like I said, we were just talking about the Drew Brees and the plantar fasciitis issue he had going on. I think we're all in agreement that he's probably going to end up playing and take it from there. Uh, moving on to the 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 marquee matchup of the afternoon games. There's only three on the schedule for four o'clock Packers or Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals are favored by four and a half. You know, I thought about this one. I couldn't help but think how this is going to be such a great game to watch. I, you know, the Cardinal, and even though these Cardinals are favorite, we see the, I've seen the Packers the last couple weeks. It's almost like this is the Packers team that we saw looking like the Packers versus what we saw earlier in the season when they were struggling. It's almost like they've found themselves without Jordy Nelson and they're starting to figure it out just at the right time. Uh, you know, and for me, Peter, this game is probably going to be more important uh, for both of them because they're fighting for that, that number two seed. Uh, what, what do you think of this one? And before I let you answer, I am going to take the Cardinals here at home but I don't think it's going to be by much. Um, I'm taking the Cardinals, and I, I think it'll. I think it'll be. Um, it could end up being a ten point win, just because I. I Green Bay, while I, as much as I like them and they have improved, I'm still not really sure about how they're going to match up against the Cardinals secondary. Um, but answer the question: this this game is very important for both teams. Yes, uh, realistically. I still think it's going to be Arizona that gets the second seed because they picked them to win. And if Arizona wins this, it's it's going to be huge for them. And um, you know, it, somebody I think it was Ben on our show last Wednesday said that Arizona was, was the most complete team, and it still is despite losing um, Tyron Matthew or also known as the Honey Badger. But I still think this team is going to be is going to get it done just enough to win, and then and they're going to clinch the second seed because. Green Bay's offense won't be able to do enough against that really talented secondary and defensive Arizona. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take Arizona in this game as well. And I think the biggest thing for me is depth, especially on both sides of the ball for Arizona. I mean, they got 
uh, how many receivers you can go deep on that roster. J.J. Nelson, Fitzgerald, Michael Floyd, uh, Jerron, John Brown, Darren Fells, David Johnson. They're just so deep, and I don't think Green Bay will be able to cover any any of those guys, and especially if David Johnson gets going on that run game, which Green Bay has struggled with. It'd be a very, very long day for Green Bay. And I think even without Tyrone Matthew, I think that they have enough on defense. I think they have enough guys who can step up and make those plays and make sure, you know, the deep zones are covered and et cetera. But I think Green Bay's I, – that offensive line's been shaky. I think Clias Campbell could have a big game. And I think one of the biggest factors is if Green Bay does win this game, I think it's going to end up being because Mike Daniels is getting to Carson Palmer early and often. Yeah, this is another clean sweep. Uh, I completely agree. Anybody who listens to the show has listened to me just tout this Cardinals team. I love Arizona. I love the way they've been playing. The most complete team in the NFL, as Peter stated, uh, it's an exactly it's exactly true. And even um, you know Matthew is a huge loss, outstanding player. Um, it is a big loss for their team, but I still think that this is really really good team. Uh, I definitely think this is interesting, though, because I think that Aaron Rodgers is good enough that he can beat you on any given night. Uh, so I don't think it's a walk away for the Cardinals. So they're still going to have to fight hard for this win, but I think that they're just they're just so talented all around. Um, and you've seen Chris Johnson had a great year, and then he gets hurt. David Johnson comes in, has a huge game last week, has been playing great since he's been starting. Uh, you know, the golden rule of the free parking show is you don't bet against the Patriots at home. But I'm going to tell you right now, if this Cardinals team was going into New England, they would be my pick. I don't think there's a team in the NFL right now that I would pick against the Arizona Cardinals. This is my Super Bowl team, in my opinion. I just think that they're playing outstanding football. I don't think that they're going to be stopped. Um, I think you've seen the Arizona, I'm calling it right now, you've seen the Arizona Cardinals lose their last game of this season, including the playoffs. Um, I mean, this team's unbelievably talented, the way they've been playing. Uh, Keeping Carson Palmer healthy, of course, is is a huge factor for them, as we saw what they were able to do last year. Now, of course, when he went out and they were playing uh, musical chairs at the quarterback position. So, Cardinals get the win, but I wouldn't, you know, the Packers are a solid team. You're going to have to definitely, I think, the must-watch game of the weekend. I agree. Rams and Seahawks. Seahawks by 13 and a half. There's another one of them point spreads, guys, that we just said. Have you ever seen a game go 12 and a half? Well, now we have. Uh, Seahawks all the way. Seahawks all the way. I don't trust um, I don't trust the Rams at all right now. Their offense is playing pretty bad. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go with the Seahawks as well. The Rams are playing absolutely atrocious on defense. Uh, LaMarcus Joyner coming back has helped them a little bit, but I think Seattle is just way too much good of a team and way too much for them to handle. I feel bad for you if you're watching the local games and this is the one that you get because uh, this is a snore fest. Uh, <laughs> Seattle's going to win this. And the other two games in the end of the 4 o'clock are going to be good. This is a snore fest. Uh, not worth watching. Seattle wins big. Uh, Giants at Vikings, Vikings by six. Uh, Noel Doug Beckham Jr., uh, Adrian Peterson is a go. I'm taking the Vikings. Uh, I'm definitely taking the Vikings in this one just because Odell Beckham Jr. is not going to play, and that's going to hurt the Giants' passing offense, and the run game hasn't been particularly playing well this season. So I'm going to take Minnesota. 
Um, but not by much in this one. It should be a low-scoring, close game. Yeah, I'm actually going to go ahead and take the Giants in this game. Rashad Jennings had a really good running performance last week against Carolina. I think that'll carry over to help ease uh, Odell Beckham not being there. And I think Shane Vereen could step up and have a big game for them out of the passing in the backfield, especially if he's in the slot. Um, actually, I'm I'm going to take the upset here. I like the way the Giants have been playing. Uh, the Vikings have shown time and time again that all you have to be able to do is stop Adrian Peterson, and you will beat this team. Um, you know, you they're not going to beat you through the air. Teddy Bridgewater's not nearly as talented as I think he was touted going into this season. Um, I think he's one of those players that got lucky and is put on a team that has a lot of a lot of uh, you know talent around it. Um, but as I don't think that they're going to be able to run the ball that effectively. This Giants defense has been playing a lot better up front as the season's gone on. And I think the Giants are, are hungry. They need this game. Um, they need to win this game if they want any chance at all of making the playoffs or winning their division. I think the Giants end up upsetting the fa- the Vikings. And that was, yep, and that's the uh, that's the rest of the Sunday games. Uh, closing out the Week 16 action, Broncos at Bengals. Uh, Bang, or, I'm sorry, Broncos are favored by three and a half. What's funny is there's a slight chance that the Broncos, who started this season seven and zero, could miss the playoffs altogether. This is why this is why I was uh, talking about Ryan as earlier. You were talking about the Jets may get the upset. Think about this: if the Jets somehow beat the Patriots, and then the Bengals beat the Broncos, that knocks the Broncos completely out of the playoffs because everyone else's schedule in the AFC is rel- relatively easy. So there is a big chance this is a must-win game for Denver. But if you look at the other side of the ball with uh, Cincinnati, it's A.J. McCarron, it's Brock Osweiler. A.J. McCarron is not like Andy Dalton in the way that he can, you know, get some points. So my gut tells me to take the Broncos, but I think the Bengals are going to somehow win this football game. I'm going to take the Bengals in this game. I'm taking the the Broncos in this one because the Broncos are playing at home. Um, I definitely show. I don't show Cincinnati on the road right now. Wait, I'm sorry. Um, the game is in Cincy. I'm sorry, Peter. It's in Cincy. That was my bad. <laughs> you mean Denver? It's in Denver. So I don't. I don't oh, see Denver, in Denver losing. Yes, yeah, in Denver. I don't see Denver losing a home game um, to the Bengals. I don't trust Asian McCarron. I know that sounds that might sound harsh, but I just don't trust Asian McCarron right now throwing the football um, down the field, trying to get trying to get guys down. You know. Getting the football down the field against that second talented secondary, um, it'll be a low-scoring game. But I think the Broncos are going to win by possibly ten points towards the end, where they can just pull away and get the get AJ McCarron down on the ground. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna go with the Broncos on this one as well. Uh, I think it's all due to, especially when if the Broncos have to have it, I trust Osweiler with his playing time and the experience and the rough rapport with the receivers that he's gonna be able to make a play when he needs to and i i think he'll get in there i think he'll play fine it wouldn't surprise me if cincinnati won this one is going to be i think real close uh cincinnati defense been playing very well to kind of help make up for andy dalton being out i think it's going to be a tight one i think three points or less but i'm gonna say denver gets the edge uh denver's playing at home they have the better defense they have the better talent at quarterback in my opinion uh, I think that they end up winning this game because of those factors. Um, I think that it is going to be close. I think that uh, you know Peter and Amos both said that. I think they nailed it on the head. I think this is going to be a tight game because you're seeing two 
um, very inexperienced quarterbacks go up against two really good defenses. Uh, you know, so that's a recipe for a low-scoring game. Uh, but I think Osweiler, you know, he's got more experience, and you know, he has he's the bigger quarterback. He has the bigger arm. Uh, he he has better raw skills than AJ McCarron has, um, and neither of them have experience. So. Or much experience to say that. So I think Osweiler, in my opinion, is the better talent uh, in this game between the two of them. And I think that, that he'll end up getting the win, especially playing in Mile High Stadium. Uh, this late in the year, uh, in that stadium, I've, I've went and uh, I've watched a, a game there before. And that stadium rocks uh, towards, you know, in these December games. As soon as the temperature starts dropping, uh, those fans start to get a little bit more wild. Uh, and, you know, and they're always in top five ticket sales and sold out like every single game so you know that that stadium's gonna be rocking uh come monday night all right as we do at the end of every show lock upset most intriguing i'll go first lock of the week pittsburgh over baltimore upset of the week washington over philly and my most intriguing matchup i'm going to say that believe it or not texans at titans so my upset pick, so I'm going to go start with lock. Um, definitely going to take the Seahawks over the Rams as my lock. As far as my upset goes, Jaguars at Saints. And then most intriguing, um, Patriots at the Jets. And I say that because I'm curious to see how the Jets bounce back after a, uh, after a close win against the Dallas Cowboys after intercepting their quarterbacks four times and only winning by three points. So when does it win? But I'm curious to see how the Jets respond to that and see how, um, yeah, they can fix issues on the offense um, against the New England Patriots. Against the New England Patriots. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, as my lock. I'm also gonna go with uh, the Steelers over Baltimore. Baltimore's just decimated. Steelers are a better team. For my upset, I'm gonna go with Atlanta over Carolina. Atlanta got embarrassed last time. I don't think they're gonna let it happen again, and I think they're out for some revenge. And as far as my most intriguing, I would I think I'm gonna have to go with Carolina and Green Bay. I think that's probably one of the better games on the slate for this week. Um, yeah, for my lock of the week, I'm going to agree with Peter here and um, go with the Seahawks over the Rams. Uh, upset of the week, I picked a lot of upsets this week. If anybody was counting, um, <laughs> but I think one of the biggest ones, I think one of the most shocking ones, is Giants over Vikings. Um, I also picked Jets over the Patriots, too, so I'll, I'll mention both of those. Uh, most intriguing to will. me is uh, Redskins-Eagles. Uh, a lot of playoff implications. You know, um, Winner could definitely you know, put themselves in a spot where they're going to win this division. Uh, and two teams that I think match up pretty well, so I think that that's going to be my most intriguing matchup. All right, and... Uh... We got a couple more minutes left, so we're gonna, you know, we're gonna each personally thank you guys for listening in. Uh, happy holidays from my family to yours. I also want to give a shout out to Mold Ship, the USS George Washington, uh, returned back from Japan after the over the they do the overseas deployment or the forward overseas movement. So glad they came home. Hopefully, at one day in the near future, I can get one of my old sea buddies to somehow get me on, so I can go see that ship again. Yeah, I want to wish everyone a you know, happy holiday. Uh, Christmas Eve is tomorrow. Christmas is Friday. So enjoy the time with the family. And um, I wish you all nothing but the best around this holiday season. And uh, if in the event you're going to be away for this holiday, New Year's Eve, I wish you nothing but the best. And have a happy New Year's, too. 
yeah, I mean, I hope everyone has a happy holidays as well. I uh, just want to thank everybody for tuning in, listening to us, and uh, give a shout out to Jock Journal. And I want to make sure everyone stays safe uh, driving for the holidays. You know, it can get crazy out there. So, you know, just be aware of the people around you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Whatever you're celebrating. <laughs> happy holidays, folks. Uh, I hope everybody has a great uh, holiday season. Uh, happy New Year's. I mean, I, I hope everybody has a good time. Uh, take a moment. Uh, anybody who's a fan of this show knows uh you know, me and Rich both have military backgrounds, um, and I come from a family uh, full of military backgrounds. Take a moment to to think about, uh, you know, the soldiers that we have over there. Uh, you know, the Army, uh, the Marines, Navy, your Air Force, your Coast Guard, all the guys that, that can't be at home uh, with their families for Christmas because of what they do in a lot of action. Think about your police force, your firemen, your EMTs, anybody who has to... Uh, is sacrificing their time with their family, uh, you know, to help out uh, any, every, any, anybody and everybody uh, trying to keep this nation safe or trying to keep your neighborhood safe. Uh, so take a moment to think about them uh, this weekend as, or yeah, this holiday weekend as, as you're celebrating with your friends and families. Uh, I hope everybody has an absolutely uh, wonderful uh, holidays and uh, uh, go Titans as always. <laughs> Nash and Matt, you guys are coming up next, uh, followed by the new Major League Baseball show. And once again, like Ryan said, uh, to our soldiers overseas who may or may not be listening in, thanks again for standing the watch. Take us home, Ron. All right, guys. You've been listening to the Free Parking Show here on Jock Journal Radio. Uh, Another great show for you. Uh, Tune in Monday night, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Same time. Same place. Uh, you know where to find us. Uh, and we'll be on recapping all of the Monday night games. Uh, happy holidays and good night, folks. Well, there you have it. The boys were at it again. We hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast. We hope you had a good night and stay right where you are. Another show is coming up. Y'all come back now, you hear? 